Well, we are going to also complete Psalm 103 today. And uh, so I'm going to read the complete psalm. Hear God's living, inerrant word. A psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen. Let's pray. Father, as we prepare to partake of your nourishing grace, we ask that you would fill us with your spirit, that we might bless you more fully, as you are worthy. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, as I shared last week, King Nebuchadnezzar learned uh, that the Lord's throne is over all, and his dominion is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom is from generation to generation. And so our king is worthy of all praise, as we've been seeing throughout this Lord's Day, as we should each Lord's Day. Our king is worthy of all praise, especially from his people. He is worthy of blessing. And we have seen in Psalm 103, these past, I think it was 16 or 17 times we've looked at this psalm in communion meditations. There are many reasons to bless the Lord. We have eternal, eternal reasons and eternity to do so. David begins this psalm, in fact, by declaring this to all those who were listening and singing this song. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. In verse 20, he says again, bless the Lord, and now he's going to be specific. Bless the Lord, you, his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So he's speaking to mighty angels here. And so David is saying that the angels of the Lord, who are immeasurably strong and mighty in the presence of the Lord, who obey, it says they always obey the word, they always do as they're commanded. Uh, he's you know, basically saying they will bless the Lord. They are blessing the Lord. They will always do so forever. And they're doing it uh, perfectly. He's, he's showing that if angels do so, if they adore the Lord and if they bless the Lord continually, so should we as his people, as his redeemed people. In Revelation 5, 
It says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And it goes on in the same chapter. Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Those are amazing God-given blessings. In chapter 7 of Revelation, all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and they worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And may we say also, as King David did, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 34. Now, the Levites uh, leading the worship service uh, in Nehemiah uh, chapter 9, they were leading this worship service, and uh, this is after the wall was built. And they started that worship service essentially saying this, and uh, we have done that many times in our covenant readings here. You will know this verse. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. And even though his glorious name is exalted above all blessing and praise and our ability to do so, we are still called to do so. We are called to bless his name and to do so even more and more. Every Sunday we should be getting better at blessing the Lord. Being zealous in blessing the Lord. Psalm 103 verse 21 says, Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Now in the commentaries there's little difference uh, some said, well, this is uh, uh, possibly lesser angels than the mighty ones referred to in, in verse 20. Uh, so lesser angels, um, or it might have meant the sun, moon, and stars, which uh, are in Scripture, sometimes called the host of heaven. Others said even that it could be the church militant, the army of God. But I, I believe it's angels. Uh, Hebrews 1 says, angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation. It's us. Verse 22, well, he's telling basically here that the host of heaven and all those who minister for the glory of God uh, to bless his holy name, who do, do that to please him, are to continue to bless the Lord as they're already doing. Verse 22 says, bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. So we were formed for his glory. We were made, we were redeemed to do what we're doing today, to praise him and to bless him in all places of his dominion, meaning wherever we are, and we are here now, called to do so, certainly, but wherever we are, and the people of his people around the world are doing the same. Charles Spurgeon said, all living things and all the forces and powers of nature are calling upon men to praise the Lord. And certainly, as his redeemed children, we should be doing so and growing in our love of doing that and our skill in doing that. Last week, we focused on Psalm 145. Verse 10 says, All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. And as David began this psalm, he concludes by telling his own soul, basically. He's talking to, uh, from his heart and from his mind. He's speaking to the deepest part of him. He's saying, you know, that the Lord is worthy to be blessed with all, all that is in him. He's saying, bless the Lord, O my soul. Matthew Henry concluded this, his commentary on this. Blessing God and giving him glory must be the alpha and the omega of all our services. 
He began, he means David began with, bless the Lord, O my soul. And when he had penned and sung this excellent hymn to his honor, he did not say, now, O my soul, thou hast blessed the Lord, sit down and rest. But, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, yet more and more. And when we have done ever so much, he said, in the service of God, yet still we must stir up ourselves to do more. God's praise is a subject that will never be exhausted, and therefore we must never think this work is done till we come to heaven, where it will be forever in the doing. Praise God, we can do that. And may we also grow here until that time, more and more uh, in our heart, in our skill, as we bless the Lord. And praise God, we can learn how to bless him by each week partaking of this table, where we bless him. As we saw in Psalm 103, we bless him for his benefits, for his righteousness, for his revelation of himself, for his promises, for his mercy, for his great forgiveness, and for his rule as king over us and over all. So may we always come to this time of worship and all throughout our worship saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And I'd like to conclude this uh, meditation and this the meditations on this psalm by asking you to rise. Psalm 134, verse 2. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. It's a command, brothers and sisters. Psalm 106, 48. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting and let all the people say amen. Praise the Lord. So as I bless the Lord, and as I conclude from Revelation 5, please join me in lifting your hands, and then, if you will, please say with me after the blessing, amen, praise the Lord, amen, praise the Lord. Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever, amen. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Lord of glory, you are worthy of all blessing and all praise. And we want to certainly bless you for your benefits to us, for your forgiveness, your mercy, and that you have revealed yourself to us. You have redeemed us at the cost of your son through his sacrifice on the cross. Oh Lord, we do rejoice that you have shown your great mercy to your people, to us, by your covenant of grace to us through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the promise of eternal life in the Lord and for your wonderful and abundant mercies poured out on us. May we not forget all your benefits, but rather bless you for them more and more with all our hearts. Lord, enable us now to partake joyfully of these reminders of your mercy and grace and to do so in faith for the glory of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we bless you and we thank you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen.